talking this and that. I need this, I need that. What about what I need, you know? Check. I need whoever won the Powerball to holler at me. I need women to stop thinking men and make them happy. I need Obama to say, fuck it, let me free Mumia. I need Def Jam to treat Jay the good as Bieber. I need my son to feel the cops wouldn't shoot him down. That's for Michael Brown. I need Nike and Jordan to build some high schools. I need Young Thugger to spend the summer with Ice Cube. I need my people drinking clean water up in Flint. I need nobody. Keep my camp low. This is it. I need the world to know I'm who Jaden is talking about. And not the other way around. I needed to point that out. I need Cohibas and McAllen 12 in my glass. I need our daughters not to think they gotta show their ass. I need my very own reality show. The one moment, Miss Mona, I need creative control. Check. I need Trump to not really become the president. I need that Stephen A.V. DNA evidence. I need KD and Steph Curry on the Knicks. <laughs> Shit, I might need to manage some body service. Yeah, welcome to the Misfits of Comedy Podcast. This is your host. CD Trials in the house, and I have my guest, Mr. Cornelius George. What's going on, sir? What's up? What's up? What's up? Misfits comedy. Misfits of comedy. I'm excited to be here, man. I'm just you just don't know. This is a long time coming. We know each other for a couple years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely my fault. I should have reached out. I meant to reach out. Every time I see you do something, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna reach out to that dude. And I'll be telling our mutual friend to me. No, we always do that. And I'll be like, yo, I just need to reach out. And I'll be forgetting, just keep slipping my mind. And then Ani was on your show, and I told her, I was like, fuck it. Yo, matter of fact, I'm gonna text him right now while I'm on the phone with her. And that, you know, so we made it, we made it happen. Hey, we, hey, long time coming, and I'm long glad I'm here. Coming. Been wanting to be here because a lot of my friends been on the show. I'm like, hey, man, what I gotta do to be on the show? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, who I gotta talk to? You know, what lady I need to go and rub on her leg or something? You know, who do I need to impress? You know what I'm saying? Who do I need to send a dick pic to? <laughs> you know, what lady I need to know? Who booking the show? That's what I want to know. You always have my double bit. Yeah. I'm going to try the same thing about your your, your damn, uh, your teacher appreciation show. Hey, man. everybody big on your show. Say, everybody like, big. Listen, I we, like teachers too, nigga. I we bringing them, them back. Too. We bringing them back to teacher shows, man. We bringing them back. I see. That's where me and you met was a teacher yeah, appreciation yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, At Uptown, he was like, yo, that's a hell of a set, bro. I was like, appreciate it. Yeah. And then I went two days later to Uptown. They moved the fuck out of me. Same set. <laughs> Same set. I'm like, this motherfucker's hey, broke this shit two days hey, ago. Hey, Assholes. That's the beauty about comedy, man. You can do the same set, two different shows, and get two different reactions. I was like, these motherfuckers love it. I'm standing right here in this spot. Niggas love this shit. <laughs> I did a show one time, man. My own mama booed me. Damn. <laughs> that shit I'm like, I'm like that's why you, that's why you're not going to get a nursing home. You're going to be on somebody's sofa. Man, listen. The worst thing you invite a nigga and they be like, so you funny, right? Because you better be funny. Nigga, you ain't got to come. I, I hate people like that. <laughs> if you know I'm going to throw tomatoes at you, I'm going to throw the motherfuckers back. You better make me laugh. Like, really? I got to put that pressure on make you laugh? Right. Out of all the people in the room, I got to make you laugh. Well, I need you to stay your ass at home, mm-hmm. man. You know what I'm saying? And they don't come. That's that, Either they show up and they just be... Fucking arms folded, or they don't show up. Either way, mm. like nigga, just stay home. Right. My favorite line is, "Hey, keep me posted what you're doing." Man, all right. All, right. all day, every day. No, yo, why ain't you DM me? Why ain't you let me know, man? Oh, I was man. just about to come, but you ain't let me know though. You ain't let me know you doing some light, man. You gonna come through? All right, man, just keep me posted. I got something to do this time. All right. Lying motherfuckers. <laughs> Niggas be so full of. I don't even tell nobody, nigga. That's what I got a page for. Social yeah. media is meant for that. I got a, my own trick that I do now. What you do? When somebody asks to borrow money from me, okay. I tell them to come pick it up after the show. Mm. 
So they gotta come to the show. I like that. Cause people are like, hey man, I need that man, I'm in a tight, man. I need thirty dollars. Hey man, come to the show. I give it to you after the show. Oh, that's that's a good that's a good. I like Cause they ain't gonna show up. <laughs> they gonna be like, I still got my money. They do ask what time you get on though. What what, what time yeah. you go up though? Nigga, I don't yeah, know. No, no, I don't know. Just come you need to be at the start of the show and I give it to you at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is so funny. I gotta almost pay you to come watch me do comedy. Basically. Make you laugh for five minutes. <laughs> Black folks. I hate you, niggas. My white friends ain't gotta do that to Sure don't. They show, they show up all the time. They show when you don't want them there. They be they help you set up. They always there. <laughs> they 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 glad to be there. They just happy. You invite them out. They want to meet everybody, introduce sure themselves do. to everybody, everybody at the damn show. When we did the, the Miss for the Comedy Show with all of us and at that spot, that motherfucker was there helping us put chairs up. I was like, ah, damn. I did. They, I didn't expect that to be here this early. What else you need me to do? Just relax. This is us. We got this. Have a good time. Nope. No, I want to be a part of the show. They, you know they, they love it. How long you been doing comedy, man? I've been doing comedy since 2013, 10 years. I had to count that up. I'm like, one, two, two. Oh, now you're a teacher. You're supposed to get right Six to it. Six months don't count because I took a hiatus. No, I did it for 10 years. I've been doing it 10 years. Okay, okay. Are you from here? I'm from Georgia. I'm from okay. I'm from West Georgia, Carrollton. 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 I was out there. By way of Tallapoosa. <laughs> Shout out to Tallapoosa. Man, I need a goddamn little highway in Carrollton. That motherfucker too goddamn deep. Hey, man. Shit. I was at Carrollton the other day, though. 30 minutes just to get to the highway. It is a long... Like, once you get up by 20 fuck. and make that left, is it? You go, you're on for another ride. You're on another ride. Well, you're on another, another ride. The and then you, when you see the, the shopping plaza, that ain't Carrollton yet. At all. That's just the outskirts. What's that, Villa Rica? Yeah, you're like, wow! Like, Villa Rica like, to get to Ooh, This is forever. Yeah, Carrollton's in the motherfucking cut. Hey, man. Love Carrollton. Shout out to all my people that's still in Carrollton that ain't left. And I get they... They gas don't work, you know what I'm saying? They gas, they gas don't work. Some people don't leave Carroll. Some people they like, I love my town and I'm never gonna leave here. I had to get the hell on. Yeah, I just, that there's a whole world out here, you know. There's a whole world out here. They do. It is. Yeah. Um, if y'all need to call the Carrollton people, six seven eight seven four zero ninety eight ninety four. That's six seven eight seven four zero ninety eight ninety four. Chop it up with your fellow Carrollton. Yeah. Um, Carrolltonian, come on, baby. Carrolltonian. So with with that being said, I know you are a teacher. Yes. How long you been teaching? Uh, I've been in prison. Um, <laughs> Speak I've been on in it. prison. How long I've you been, been doing a bid? This is like Shawshank Redemption. You know what I'm saying? Every y'all move for parole, but I like, <laughs> fuck it. I get they, they give me another, you renew another your, term. You renew your t- your yeah, they're like, hey, can I get out yet? Nah, nah, I've been doing, I've been teaching, man, approximately 20 years. Damn. I know. That's what I said. Did you bounce around from grade no, to grade? Or no, stay no, no. I stay, I've taught... Uh, psycho ed, alternative school, middle school, high school. So I've done just about psycho it all. Ed? Is psycho that... ed is, is uh, psycho ed is the severely emotional behavior kids. You know what I'm saying? The one set that a, hey, the one that you see on the news sometimes. Active shooters, preactive yeah, shooters. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of them, the preactive shooter. Now that's the white people. That, they they just nuts. perfect sound effect. They just nuts. But uh, no, they that's the kids that are severely emotional behavior disorders. You know what I'm saying? So okay. twenty years. And how I found out I've been doing 20 years, my 20-year bid, was the lady from <coughs> teacher retirement called me. And she said, you're 10 years from retirement. I'm going, damn, I thought I'd been doing this five years. I really am. <laughs> like, my goal was to do five years, get the hell on, mm-hmm. 
get my certificate, really, and then come back as needed. You know, to treat it like a revolving door. Nah, twenty years. I'm like, man. So you about to get your loans forgiven? Man, oh yeah, they forgiven. That's why I stay. <laughs> That's the real reason why I stay. Like when no folk, listen. Honor to God's story. I applied for, you know, saying the public service forgiveness loan program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, I was on that uh, fuck these loan program. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I wasn't paying it because I didn't care about my credit, none of that. Right. I like, fuck these loans because I don't like my job. I don't make enough to pay y'all back in the first place. Right, right. And so how you going to hold my credit hostage? Because I had to go to school and keep going back to school for shit that ain't going to make me no money. Right. So when they approved my loan to be forgiven, mm -hmm. I was so ecstatic that I came this close to voting for Herschel Walker. <laughs> I was this close, dog. Like, Herschel. Like, I'm telling you, man, I came real close to voting for Herschel Walker. I really did. I God really did. I almost did. Because, like I said, I teach special ed. <laughs> you related to him. And, and I know. You look like somebody you're about to talk. I know. Think about it. Because think about it. As, as educators, you always want to have your students be represented by somebody. You know, as black people, you know, we had Obama. <laughs> Hispanics had, you know, the Supreme Court justice, the first Hispanic. So, so Maya, yeah. the one who didn't have nobody was my special needs to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, if I vote for him, leave my student have somebody they can look up to. Dude that talks about vampires and werewolves. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the motherfucking guy. Vampires and werewolves. werewolves. And he had a whole he had a whole speech about vampires and werewolves. <laughs> Y'all picked the worst black nigga ever, ever. as a representative. <laughs> like what nigga watched Twilight? Ben Carson was like. Wow, really? <laughs> I hated Twilight. You watch Twilight? That shit was uh -uh. garbage. Women love it. W women love it, yeah, but what? Sure. Like Twilight, like Herschel Walker. Like, I'd rather be a. I never had that discussion. Even when I used to get high, I didn't have no discussion of who wants to be a werewolf or a vampire. Well, we had no discussion about it, but I didn't watch. Oh, you watched it? Okay, see, that's one. That's another Herschel Walker supporter. <laughs> right I there. would never. I have. I don't think I've watched it, but it's just like, what the fuck? It's terrible. That's definitely some shit, Netflix and chill shit. I'm not trying to watch this shit, bitch. I'm trying to. I'm, that, that's some watch on your own shit. I'm trying to get some dead. What are you doing? You watch that on your own. I'm not even going to. I'm not watching that bullshit. I don't want that on my Netflix profile nowhere. I don't want that. Like, shows continuously watching. I don't want that. And that shit pop right up. Oh, you like Twilight too? Yeah. No. Hey, you ever did that? Like, invite somebody over and you got some bullshit on your profile? Hell yeah. You going, I don't want them to see this. Yep. And you be like, how did I delete this shit off my Yeah, you're like, I don't I want you to see that. I watch that. So, it's a lot of videos and shit out there with teachers fighting kids. And all that kind yep. of shit. How you feel about that? Have you ever, and I, you ain't got to put this about it, has you ever had a moment where motherfuckers, you said, yo, I can understand how that shit could happen because I didn't push to that point before where. I've had snapped. several moments where um, if it wasn't for my mortgage, it wasn't for my mortgage, it wasn't for the fact that I don't like locked doors. Uh, I'd probably just left shit up by 20 kids by now. Man. I can see how it happened. I really can't see how it happened because nowadays people are more just disrespectful and they want to get you told. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's out of control. And it's we got to do something on the other side. Like, I think if they brought back paddling. Ooh. I went to Catholic school and that was normal. Yeah, so you bring back paddling. You know, so I know I know people got out of hand with it, but you bring it back. I think that occurred from, because I was always under the, the perception that Pain to make you change your mind. Mm -hmm. That's facts. Pain to make you change your mind about a lot of things. 
That's true. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's it's, it's way out of hand the way uh, kids are fighting each other. Like I don't know what makes you want to get <coughs> in the the mood or in the headspace that when you want to fight an grown adult, they lack respect. You know how they are. They socially awkward with all the fucking playing on the phone and social media and shit. So they don't know how to interact with each other or adults. They have no respect because their parents are the same way. Yeah, I, over a cell phone, half the time it's over a cell phone. It's always over a cell phone. It's over a cell phone. It's like uh, you taking my phone. Like how can you, how as a parent, because I have two kids and I love I love my, my children. Um, but how, I don't see them ever getting in that position where they want to fight somebody over something that I pay for. I First off, I, I pay the phone bill. Uh, I don't see why in the hell you gonna sit and act a monkey about something That's like right. that. Right, mm -hmm. that ain't happening. Exactly. And I think if we and kids know that how school is, they have a leeway. That's true. You try that outside on the street, then we we hashtag and focus and we see what's happening on the news. In school, they feel like I can do this because you you have rules that you have to follow. Exactly. Kids don't follow the rules, but. You as an educator have rules that follow because your livelihood's on on the line. So who's worse in your eyes? Because I've been in education before. I had a, my own little uh, academy for eight, eight years. Lots of times I feel sometimes that the, the parents are worse. Yeah. Um, they enable the kids and they they can have an environment that's conducive for them to be disrespectful. I've heard parents like, say whatever you want to say. I'm going to be right there. I wish a motherfucker would. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why would you encourage this little kid to go fight and you come behind him right. and back his bullshit? You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. And you be like, damn, that, this little nigga gonna be in jail. I hate to say it. <laughs> you be looking at little niggas like, yeah, you prison brown, my dude. Don't even worry about it. Get a jump shot now, and she gonna do hey. a lot for you in the yard. <laughs> you gonna be number one draft pick in this fucking yeah. penitentiary. Lead. I think teachers are psychic that way. I the teacher be like, hey, you know, though, if you don't change your life around, you're gonna be in prison by four years. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, because I had a I had a student one time in middle school, and they were acting up. So, I do what I'm supposed to do. Tell the kids stop acting up. They keep acting up. I said, I'm gonna call your parent. They call the parent. So I'm the kind of educator that if I call your parent, I'm gonna put you on speakerphone because I don't want you to think mm. I'm saying something like different that. than what I'm saying. I'm gonna like tell that. you straight up what I'm saying. So I told the parent, I said, hey, mom, your child is doing X, Y, and Z here, and they come trust my classroom. Parents said, okay, let me talk to him. Parent get on the phone and didn't know they was on speakerphone. Parents said, would you just do what he said because he a bitch? Oh, wow. Why this bitch-ass man calling me? Wow. I took the phone like, hey, you ain't going to want me calling you no more. I don't care what your child do. Your child can go play in traffic. Right there, I don't care. I mean, at this point in time, I don't care because that's what you're doing. Yeah. There is nothing I can say to your child. So, like, we need to get your child out of my class because mm -hmm. I ain't finna beat him in old bitches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And collecting the check. No. Uh-uh. You going to take this one somewhere else. They got to go to somebody's classroom. Cause what grade was this? This is seventh grade. Yeah, seventh grade. I was like, ah. You know, it's just some parents are just... They do their kid a disservice. Me and my son were leaving a, a grocery store about five years ago. And the kid was walking with his mom and a cop walked past us. And the cop said, hello. Me and my son said, hello. Mm -hmm. Another lady with her son behind us, the cop said, hello. She didn't say nothing. And when the cop went inside, she said, when you see a cop, don't you say shit to him because they ain't shit. And I'm like, oh, that's wow. the shit right there. 
and I looked at my son, I'm like, don't you hang out with this little boy here. <laughs> don't you ever hang with this boy here. Because he he gonna call problems. He will. He call don't want to talk crazy at the at the traffic stop. Man, bro, like just no, shut up, man. Let's get shut up, man. ID, bro. Keep it pushing. Like, don't don't do too much. That's the conversation I gotta have with my son. I don't know. My daughter's and my and my son, but you know, just hey, when you stop by the police, just do whatever they say. Live live another day, come back home. We worry about that's the time I'll be like, yo, I worry about this shit once you get home. Yeah. Safely. Don't try to buck. I used to be that little kid in I from New York. So stop at Frisk is real. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would buck, like what the fuck I I don't fit no description. Nigga, I just I'm just coming from school. I'm just coming from work. How the fuck I feel? I ain't do shit. And then I got enough compromised position where I almost lost my life for me. I say, let me just ride this shit out. Whatever you need to do, let me shut up. So when they be like, oh, get your identification, my wallet is always black. Mm. I know, sir, I will not. It's in my left hand pocket, but you will have to go get it. Mm. And I just put my hand behind my head. I'm not reaching so you can light my ass yep. up. Right, right. What I do whenever I get stopped by a cop, when I, when I see the lights come on, I change my radio station to gospel music. <laughs> I be playing Kurt Franklin. I play it all loud. Now, I'm cutting this shit down. Because I'm trying to set the atmosphere. <laughs> I'm trying to set the atmosphere. I'm trying to set the atmosphere right now. We, President of the Lord, whoever, Byron Cage, whoever they ever did. I'm playing all of them Martin right there. Sap, all that so shit. when they come up there, never would have made it. I'm playing all that. And when they let me go, I cut the shit back out and listen to that's right. <laughs> Fuck the police, NWA. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't doing none of that, man. Doing none of that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm police. I, I ain't playing with that shit. So, 10 years doing comedy. 10 years doing comedy. Who have you worked with, either big or major, that that's, that you've gotten some gems from, you learned a lot from, or that you want to work with in the near future? I have gotten gems and worked with a, a lot of people, man, that I consider friends, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, I guess the major one is the OG George Wallace. George Wallace. You know what I'm saying? George Wallace is is like somebody who's been doing comedy 40 years, mm -hmm. like Barbara Carlyle. Mm -hmm. Those people have been doing comedy, Rodney Perry, mm -hmm. uh, Griff. Griff is the one that got me started. Really? Yes. Griff is funny as Griff story. got me started and I was teaching and so Griff, I was like, hey Griff, I've been writing skits. What I need to do? Griff was like, hey, I got a class okay. called Comedy 101. I need you to come to my class. Okay. I get there and it's not a class. It's a comedy show. Mm. It's like it's like an open mic spot. Mm. So he's like, come on, get on stage. I get up there my first time and do three minutes and nobody cracked a damn smile. Not one smile. Mm. Rodney was there. Rodney, hey man, you good. I'm like, nigga, did you hear nobody laughed? Left? Right. No, you good, you good. So I said, okay, Rodney. I asked Rodney right then, I said, hey man, I'm doing um, I need somebody to come talk to my students because I work in alternative school. He said, okay, cool, I'll do it. I'm like, oh, this dude just met me. He wouldn't have come talk to the kids. After that, I went back and said, okay, I'm going to give it another try. Went back the next week. Nobody laughed the fucking again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They didn't crack a smile. And everybody who came after me, like, that's the worst feeling ever. You get up there, nobody smile, nothing. Behind you. They kill it. They kill it. They, they, they side hurt and they laugh so hard. I'm like, man, this shit is horrible. Right. They like, no, you good, man. You got to keep going. You do. No, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not doing no more. So then I go back to work, tell my students, because I'm the kind of educator, say, follow your dreams. Right. So I told my students, hey, I tried it. I knocked out my bucket list. They're going, hey, coach, you funny as fuck. <laughs> this is how my students talk to me. When they say, hey, coach, they you funny like as fuck, coach. You going to give up like that? You ain't shit if you give up like that. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> you you know you funny as fuck. That's hell of a pep talk, baby. Yeah. Didn't even write him up. I, like, I was like, I ain't gonna write y'all up because y'all y'all speaking wisdom to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I let that shit go. So I go back the third time and nobody laugh a goddamn game. <laughs> Three times in a row, nobody laughed. Griff said, hey, me and Marcus Wiley doing a gospel show here in Atlanta in three weeks, and I want you to open up for us. I'm like, this nigga is retarded. <laughs> he wants to embarrass me. Griff, the whole church. <laughs> Griff won't have me down here at, at this theater with all these people and embarrass me, but I gave my word. I was trying to back out of it. I gave my word, so I went down there, man, in front of all those people, 900 people, and killed it. How long was it set? Five minutes. And killed it. Like, I don't know what it was, man. I guess they, you know, I had jokes. It was just timing. Timing and, and presence. So, after that, I'm like, okay, cool. What I got? I'm, I'm, link, I'm linked in now. I'm dialed all in now. I done got that first laugh all these people here. I'm dialed in now. So, let me go ahead and really understand that this is a craft. It ain't no, you just get up there, I'm just going to talk to top of my head. No, it's a, it's a true art form. Facts. It's a true art form for us. So, yeah. So explain to the folks, because we talked about it before, that that feeling, that euphoria you get when you get those laughs, how you chase that shit. Like, what is that shit like? It is a it is a high. It is a high that I, I can't, you really can't put it into words. Like, you know what I'm saying, when you up there and you, it's, it's just you. You and the audience and you making people and you are like the maestro, you're directing when they laugh. Cause you wrote the punchline, you set to set it up right, and you're directing this whole orchestra of laughter. That's something I can explain to. Like it's that kind of feeling, like you are in control of the roller coaster ride that you got them on, mm-hmm. and it's such a great feeling. Like you can feel it. Like I can feel the goose, like when, yeah. like on my skin. Like I can feel it. I don't tune it out, but it's like oh, you that, doing that moment. Yeah, and when you get off stage, you're like I killed Shoot it. That one. You know, you know I when killed. You're doing and when you don't now, kill it, you, you know. go. I'm going to the car, yeah. and and cry, <laughs> and, right. and rethink my life plan. That shit rough when you put other comedians in the car and they did well, and uh. you did it. Uh, they talking to you like, I can't even join the conversation. What the fuck I'm gonna say? I, I suck. Just the, the best part of me is when you see comedians at a show like when they at these open these workout rooms mm-hmm. when they do bad. Most of comedians hang out and talk after the after they set. When you go get in your car, you don't talk to nobody. You know what it is. I've done that before. I got on stage and went straight to my car. They're like, hey, hey, where can these go? I went home. <laughs> Fuck is wow, I, 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 I want to be in this energy space. I feel bad. I feel yeah. I feel like I had leprosy or something, man. Have you ever went to another show right after? I've done I've times I went right to another show, like, fucking this. I gotta get this shit off me. I go to another show right after. Yep. I've done that too. I've done three shows when I first started out, I and I bummed too. all three of them. I'm like, wow. I've had moments like that too. You just gotta keep it, like, fuck it. You gotta, I know you this got- shit where I'm gonna go somewhere else. Right. And get fucking stink up the room or either laugh. And I'll be like, when, when you bomb and then they laugh, I'm like, that's the same set I did. That's the same I set I did. And people, you know, you just have to get to a place where you are comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody bummed. There's not anybody in this business. That I've ever met that's never bummed. Mm. What I mean, right. the new come to my, I ain't never bummed. Yeah. Well, you ain't been doing this long enough, and you ain't doing it right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because every joke that you tell don't hit with the crowd. Facts. Because you have different crowds. Here in Atlanta, it's probably one of the best places to do comedy because mm-hmm. it's a melting pot. It's like a mixture of people from all over the world. It's very so people diverse. who like different types of comedy, you know, they might not like my style, but they love it. One of the best memories I got is 
I did my laugh your class off show that he got to come do the next one we do. Uh, all educators at the show, the educator they have people from bachelor degree to doctor degrees in this place. Dirty South came to me and said, "Hey, give me some time." And I'm going, Dirty. I'm going. My girl. I don't know if they're gonna fuck with Dirty South. You know, that was my apprehension. I'm like, okay, this is an educated crowd. They might not really deal with Dirty South like that. So we know it's not a clean show. Well, but Dirty South came in there when I tell you, when she started her, her signature set, do my latest run this motherfucker, oh, yeah, that's it. and turned my show upside down. Mm. She's one of the reasons why people kept coming back. They're like, oh, okay, he knows some folks because everybody's been on the show, and she's one of the people who helped turn around people like, we going to fuck with Canelia the long way because these folks, cause they funny. Rest in peace, Dirty. Yeah, the rest in peace, man. She yeah, was a, a classic. Of comedy in Atlanta. Aunt, everybody auntie. Everybody auntie. Yeah, she'll tell you about yourself, and she love on you real hard too. Yeah. But I like I've worked with, I mean, tons of, a lot of them. Everybody in the game that I've worked with have always respected what I do as an educator, and that I'm doing this right here, and I, and they love that I give back. You know what I'm saying? And plus, they love that you're funny. Because right. if you aren't funny, people don't, they don't mess with you. That's fact. Comedy is like that. If you ain't funny, they ain't gonna, they, they ain't gonna deal with you. Hey, uh, you don't get no calls. You don't they don't, they don't, they don't text you back. Nope. You know what I'm saying? They don't do any of that. Like, right, if you funny, okay, You can't yeah. cheat this shit. Yeah, no. Niggas, there's no cheat code to this shit. Either you got it or you don't. Yeah. Period. There's no in-between. Niggas, I'm like, uh, yeah, he ain't funny. Don't even put the nigga on your show. Oh. And he acts around. Niggas will ask, hey, I got blah, blah, blah. Is he funny? Uh, nah, don't do that. <laughs> when I first started, the most, thing, the, the most disappointing thing is when you go... For sure, they say sign up. Mm-hmm. You go to the club, you sign up. <clears throat> and then you sign someone in the middle of the list, and then they bump you. Because yeah. somebody show up in the room. Mm. That's the most heartbreaking feeling here. Like, to do that, to be in the comedy room. Like, hey, okay, well, can you enjoy? <laughs> and they're going to like, he ain't getting on here. Uh, you go, you go. And they just pulling folks in, man. And that's a great. They friends, they homies. Oh, my God. But, yeah, when you do get that, like, I did laughing skull a gazillion times. When I start going from 24 to in the top 10, I was like, all right, I got these niggas respect now. Mm. When I go to laughing skull, I go, I call the day of. And go, hey, got spot. Come on in, man. Come on in. We'll, 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 we'll get you on there. Mm. <clears throat> I like, that's the feeling you, okay. Yeah, that's what you I mean. must be doing something right that they like me. Cause they, yeah, okay, we going to. You ain't got to sign up? No, you ain't got to sign up. Come on. Just, just mm. come on in. Like, all right. It's four minutes. It'd be a tight four, but you know, it's, it's a, a good tight look. four it's minutes in there. Yeah. It is, and this be the lavish goes the one of the great places to do it because you don't get the music. And if you serious about comedy, you can't pigeonhole yourself. And I tell everybody that you Thank have to you. do all types of com- all types of rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, say it, say it again so niggas get yeah, black yeah. comedians who think you only gotta do black rooms. You know, cut the shit. If that is your area and that's what you master. Do that, but just know you the good ones, the great ones can do multiple types of rooms. They can do clean, they can do blue, they can do educate, they can do church, they can do those. Those people are versatile. You have versatility in your comedy. Uh, People like, I just got to cuss. Now, you don't have to. You don't have to. to, You don't have to. You can't stop. Yep. I started doing clean maybe two years ago, and I'm like, it's not that hard. I. And it pays. I write clean. Well. I write my all my jokes clean. I add cussing to it. 
Because the great advice I ever got was, I forgot who said it, like, comedy is like porn. Mm. I really it's like, like porn. It's, 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 you're going to like it. it comedy is like porn. You don't watch an hour of porn because right. you're tired of it. Then he said, so think about cussing that way. So if somebody's on a show and they're doing a lot of cussing, people start tuning it out. If every other word is a cuss word, profanity, they're not listening to you anymore because it's not well placed. You know what I'm saying? They're like, people need substance. So they just say, hey, treat it like porn. You, you, you might spend a whole hour looking for something, but you, you're not going to watch it. Right. I like that. When I tell you watch a two-hour porn movie? Never. I'm just going to sit here. After you get through with it, you know. I'm disgusted with it after I'm doing it. <laughs> what the fuck was you doing? You're like, hey, but, son of nasty but son once of you bitch. got once you got your euphoric high from it, you don't need it anymore. And some people like that. And it got it comedy gets you there. The laughter gets you there. It builds, it builds and builds, and that's what a great show is. So that's why people go, Oh my god, there's a lot of cussing, we gotta tune it down. Like the Monique's special. A lot of cussing. But you know, it is what it is. If it outweighs, if it outweighs, if it outweighs what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what the punchline for that? What the, what the fuck? That's what people are looking for. But people who love comedy look for that. You know, they they match. They're like people who know music. They're, oh, oh, they they miss that that key change here. You know what I'm saying? They know that stuff. Right. I don't know it. I don't know that music, but I know people. People love what they love, and people, if they are a fan of you, they'll follow you. That's facts. But you do got to keep it universal. But you got to keep it universal. Like, yo, did you work this in the right room? Did you work it in? Nah, I don't really fuck with it right now. You be, CJ, you always be trying to, eh. you can go if to I do the set here, I'm going to do the set over here in Buckhead. I'm going to see what, the, what, what these white folks do. And I'm going to do it in a mixed room. And I'm going to do it in, a, you know what I'm saying? I need to know this shit is really sitting because someday I want to be on Jimmy Fallon or some shit like that. And I want to know, I got a solid fire for you that yeah. I know. It's going to work because it's worked in every room. That's what you need. Yeah. Not, you know, doing, uh, call it the chitlin' circuit. Chitlin' the chitlin' circuit at every damn hookah bar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm hey. saying? That's what they be doing. It's like, yo, I'm going to such a, y'all niggas do the same five fucking rooms. It's like, they do. They do. Shit. I think the, it's the, the other rooms are so hard for people to do. Because they don't know how to be themselves in certain places. You know what I'm saying? I, there are black comics I know that cannot go to the urban room and do a show. Like, they can't do an urban room. Like, like they go to urban room and they get booed out the place. They nervous as fuck. I do some of those. So you got to find your lane. I'll say, always at the beginning, work on your versatility. So you find your lane. That's facts. You'll find your lane. You'll find your lane. And that's what it is. Your lane is your lane. That's facts. Um, So I I always ask this question. Your top five. Oh! Last dollar. Dead or alive. Who you come My to see? My top five, dead or alive. Yep, they in town. They performing. Oh, at the Fox. Who Ooh. you spending it on? I'm cheap, so I don't like spending money. I'm gonna see who got the bootleg too. copy. Uh, I'm gonna see who got bootleg copy. My top five of all times is a little bit different. Okay. All right. First thing I give it to Bernie Mac because he is he's he's one of those. Okay. He, I, I like his I rawness. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Sinbad. Oh, okay. Sinbad has got to be in the top five for me because as a kid, the storytelling he did. He was very good at storytelling. Like his special brain damage, (coughs) like was that that spectacular because I could see myself in it. Very animated. Yeah. 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 And another one, Sam Kinison. 
Wow. I never Sam Kinnison. I didn't see that one coming. What? Sam Kinnison wow. just the it's the raw edginess that there's no boundary. And like people like some of my best jokes I can never tell on stage. <laughs> my partner shout out to Sean Grace and Flip uh Sterling. They tell me all the time, hey, you can't tell these jokes on stage. You yeah, go too far. Right. Like you go too far. Like Sam Kinnison was that that uninhibited guy for me. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 raw. Sam, Sam Kinnison was very, that one. George Carlin's another one. Okay, that that's four. Okay, you know what those, saying? Are, those are good. Right and there. and and the last one. Oh, that's a tough spot. There. Everybody's five always tough for them. That tough spot because I want to go with, I want to go with one of the other two greats. All right, so who, who, depending who, on the day, who you weighing, who you weighing heavy on, who, who's in between? Richard Pryor, okay. Bill Cosby. Oh. Okay. See, cause you gotta remember when Bill Cosby was doing his thing comedy wise, you you had it on cassette tape. Or you had it on album, right. and you could you would visualize. See, that's what comedy was for me. Cause if I can visualize this shit, right, that made it so much funnier, man. The that's whole true. the whole bit he had about serving his daughter chocolate cake, mm -hmm. man, that I could visualize this whole joke, man. And I think that's what it was for me. So him and Rich Pryor, like they were great storytellers. I don't, I don't applaud what Bill Cosby did. You know, outside, with, of, outside of comedy. Outside. He told stories, too. That's how the yeah, 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 yeah. But as far as comedy and education, uh, he, he, he's one of the people that I admire for his comedy because you got to look at the uh, the Fat Albert show. Yes. You got to look at that. I watched that You know show. what I'm saying? And people miss this part because I'm a studier because I'm an educator. That show, he had his tagline, uh, we're going to laugh, we're going to have fun. And if you're, careful, if you're not careful, you're going to learn something before we're done. It was always a message, and it was based on something educational. Mm -hmm. People, so he would, you would laugh your way into learning. Mm -hmm. So that's where my name, I laugh your class off, come in. Because mm -hmm. you're going to laugh your way into learning. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yeah, but, but Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, minus all the, uh, the drug and stuff. stuff they done. Right. For us, pure art of the work. Yeah. yeah. You can't take it. You can't take that. Yeah, you can't you take that from hey, people are big. Yeah, yeah. Like oh Kelly, you can't take this. You, but I don't know now. I'm, uh, I'm saying you do you can't it's the work, the body of work outside yeah. of R. Kelly other body bodies he was doing. The, the body but when you analyze R. Kelly work, like you remind me of my Jeep. Like, like this nigga was talking about car and everything else. Like, ah don't but his work as far as writing ability yes. and pure talent. Niggas that, still listen to his catalog. Dude. Niggas be acting like they don't listen to oh, it. Yeah. Like they still listen to "Step in the Name of Love" and all that other kind of shit. Niggas made babies and generations of kids out here off of this shit. Yep. Let's not lie. The nigga made great music. His motivation for the music ain't that best, but you made you made babies off the Luther Vandross, and he wasn't singing to you either. He really wasn't. But <laughs> <laughs> neither was Freddie Jackson. <laughs> but you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. Like, they ain't singing. To, they ain't singing to neither one of us. <laughs> oh shit! I think our generation loved. I think our generation just loves music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because growing up, we had one of the baddest songs everybody used to listen to was uh, uh, from Culture Club. Come on, come on, come on, chameleon. See, the DJ know that one. Yeah. He know that one. I know, yeah. Do you really want to hurt me? Right. Come on, man. You had a dude in full drag. We loved it. And we were jamming the hell out of them songs, music man. Music was music. Yeah. But we just knew music. We didn't care. We didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Like, all of us, they were like, hey, man. We would look past any bullshit you had going on in your life. Is that shit a bop? Yeah, all right. The fuck is that? That's it. Yeah. We, we, we would just, Boy, we George Corp did. Yeah, yeah, we would look past anything you had going on in your life. It didn't matter. 
What you can say? What? When it, you, do, you do Aaron on on stage? Shit, he finna tear this place up. That boy good. <laughs> Listen, you can tell we did because we did it in our churches forever. Oh, that boy gay. Yeah. Uh, that boy, that boy flaming. That boy a tamarind player. That what they said in my. <laughs> what 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 he, what he do? He a tamarind player. Right. What do you mean? Oh, he a. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tambourine player. Yeah, tambourine player. That, that music about to be fire. That music, oh, he finna tear this place up. Yeah, the yeah. spirit finna be up in here. I don't know what spirit it is, but he finna be up in here. He finna tear, he finna tear this place down. All right, baby, we're gonna go just a handful of these topics real quick. All right. All right, this is up your lane. This is uh, some students. Two Texas teens are looking at 10 years in, the pr in prison for releasing a fart bomb at school that was so bad it caused several students to go to the hospital. Uh, these arrests, their arrest warrants allege that the fart spray was capable of causing adverse psychological and physiological effects on a human being. Ten years, them white kids. Absolutely, yeah. Them white kids. Ten years for releasing a fart spray in the in, in, in the, the school. Yeah. That it shut down the school. <laughs> shut down the school. It shut down the school. Imagine being in slammer for. Letting go fart spray. What, what, what you do? Hey, man, I dropped a stink bum in the hallway. That's it. But that's you know how it. bad? Listen, because they had to make that at home. That's some homemade stuff. There. That's what they saying. They saying that shit was causing niggas twitching. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it is, it is, why is it so funny to us that when somebody <coughs> farts to break wind in public. That shit's hilarious. My kids that, that, that we find it hilarious. I find that shit hilarious. Like, it's offensive to people's nostrils, you know what I'm saying? Like I know some grown men that could rival. I know some women. The far spray. I know women that could fucking lay that shit down. You're like, God damn, bitch, your insides is dead. Yeah, like, like what? You need to change your diet. Fuck you. You need to change your diet. Oh, damn. So yeah. Ten just, years for a far spray. Ten. Ten. They could get ten years. They say they look. Yeah, they could get ten years. Okay. But still, that's still a lot. Yeah, for yeah. Far so, spray. So yeah, they even get ten years. Them white, them, them white kids. Tens to years. White kids ain't get ten years. You gonna get off? Not for that. No, nope. White kids ain't getting. Nope, nope. Black kids. Yeah, we didn't made it to court because somebody will beat you up in there. Facts, facts. I got another one for you. Another another kid one. All right. A toddler in North Korea has been jailed for life after their parents were found with with a Bible. Um, the story detailed that multiple cases of North Koreans being killed for Christianity including the execution of, by a fire squad by one woman and her grandchild in 2011. The report claimed that this is because Christians are perceived as a hostile class and a serious threat to loyalty to the state. This is North Korea? North Korea. Sounds about right. A two-year-old will get life because her parents is walking around with a Bible and got caught with it. Something ain't right with that story there. Two years for, two years for having a Bible? No, it's a two-year-old that's going to oh, go to jail. Oh, two years old, it's going to be in, a toddler in jail. It's going to do life. Going to do life in jail because, because of the parents. Because the parents had a Bible. And I'm like, was the parents evangelists? Or was they just walking around one day with a Bible on their hand? And it was like, you motherfuckers, come here. They're going to jail. I tell you what, ain't gonna be, that ain't going to be in the watchtower. Right. That ain't going to be in the watchtower. Jehovah's Witness, I hope y'all take notes. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness, if you're Jehovah's Witness, please... Don't, to, please do not go to uh, North Korea with your Bible knocking on people's doors. Uh, don't do that to yourself. Uh, is, they should be a snitch for, for Jehovah's because motherfuckers come to your door all times. Of they day. should. But I am, uh, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm a little different 
type of Christian because I remember some years ago there was the missionary who was going trying to convert this island off of the coast of India. The people that had no contact with the outside world. So he wanted to go there, and it's against the law to go to this island. Uh, he was going to go there and convert them to Christianity. And, and they said, don't go over here trying to mess with them people because they don't have any contact outside the world. Leave them alone. No, we're going to convert them to Christianity. And um, he met Jesus before he met them people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They shot his ass with a bow and arrow. He was in, he was in that canoe like this. He's a white listen, man. He yeah, white man, white man. Like, no, listen, we heard about you, Christopher Columbus. Listen, listen. Ah, uh, 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 we saw what y'all did to Africa and everywhere else. We saw what y'all did to everybody else. Don't y'all come over here. Soup. Yeah, like, they had somebody uh, watching from a towel for real. White man. Yeah. They say as, but the sad part was when he was in the canoe, canoeing to the island, he was playing that Kurt Franklin song, Rain Down On Me. And, them, and by that time, go. them bow and arrows were coming down, raining down on, on him. Uh, so he's in, the, he's in the right hand of fellowship with Jesus, <laughs> looking, looking real crazy. I didn't tell you to do all Jesus that. Jesus probably like, hey, man, you got you to know your, your boundaries. Jesus, I didn't tell you to go mess with no people. You got to know your boundaries. There's some place I Use some wisdom about yourself. Yeah, um, North Korea, hey, I don't mess with them people there because, listen, if the government say don't do something, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, they don't play. Don't do it. Your two-year-old going to be locked up. They don't play over there. All right. It is what it is. When they say it is, it is so. Yep. Don't, don't fool around. All right. You got a Texas woman who was behind bars facing a murder charge after hitting her husband upside the head with a hammer. And he invited her over to the house just so he could offer her divorce papers. Oh, he asked for that. I said, he wanted to divorce he, him. He, he brought her over to the house. He knew she was violent. He should do this shit in public. You know certain women are violent. Hell yeah. You done, hey, baby, come on. He probably had the music playing, the lights dim, and she think they going to reconcile. He had candles and, and, and yeah. glass wine. She said, oh, something on it? No, no, I just wanted to pass you this paper real quick. <laughs> Put your name on that. And knowing him, because he sound like, that's a black people, right? Uh, she like she like she from Thailand or whatever. Okay, because it sounds like he might have been a brother, because he probably slept with her first and then, and then hit her with it. <laughs> uh, uh, he done he done laid it down. You know, then I'm gonna hit you with the heavy dick. Right. <laughs> See what you about the heavy dick. On. Oh, and then here you go. Uh, oh, you came. Uh, this ain't gonna work. Well, since you coming, here you go. <laughs> go ahead. Come on and sign this paper. <laughs> Since you're already in orgasm mode, go and sign this paper. Yeah, you, you feel it right now. Oh, he deserved every bit of that. That dude deserved every bit of that. She didn't try to run away. Why? Right there, sat, waiting for the police to come. She hit him with that Samuel Jackson line from, <laughs> from, from what's that, not Black's neighbor, uh, from A Time to Die, A Time to Kill. What? That's a, yes, I did it, and I hope that's he burned in hell. Yeah, that's what yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She hit him with that Samuel Jackson line. Yeah, I did it. I bust him across the head with a hammer. <laughs> With the flat part or the claw part. It didn't even matter. It didn't even I his ass in the head. Everything she got. What? Divorce papers, bro. You got to do that shit in public. You I can't. No. That way you hire somebody to give a divorce paper. Don't do you get. Shit, don't you bro. serve them. That's, that's true. You do hire. That's you what don't do that, about. man. You don't do that, man. You don't play with people like that. That's that, that's playing with folk. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. He, he, 
I won't say he got what he deserved, but you know, I ain't gonna say what he got deserved. But I just want to know. You got to be smarter than that. I want to see him in heaven. <laughs> How'd you get up here? Oh, you gonna know how he got? Yo, oh, that's the one Jesus was oh. talking about right there. Oh yeah, oh Jesus. Hey, come here, come here. Come that's here. That's, that's, that's a hammerhead right there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> hammer time. Yeah. Every time he come in, they even know how to play. <laughs> what? Hammer don't hurt him. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna request a song. <laughs> what song we gonna play? We gonna play this. This is this is for him. Heard you ain't hitting in New York, Hammer. <laughs> Hell no. All right, so you got uh, Elon Musk company plans to produce a robot wife. The robot wives is expected to roll out September of 2023. Robot wives will use batteries that require charging for three full days and operate for one month. Sex with a robot wife will require a password, pattern, or fingerprint to avoid tempering. The robot will cost around uh, $3,144 and more depending on what specifics you want. <laughs> Wait a minute. So... How you got to have sex with a robot? Because this is the most important part here. <laughs> you got to put a password or fingerprints. It's one of your, one of the biometrics mm-hmm. to get some. So you want to fuck, you got to finger her to get It's the same thing you got to do with a woman now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know the password. You got to get. The, yeah, you got to know that password. Hey, man, you know my password to fuck my wife. Uh, <laughs> I, I ain't tell y'all niggas. Shit. I forgot this, but I got to reset. How do I reset this bitch? I <laughs> reset this motherfucker. <laughs> I go to default. Uh, this bitch back to factory. Listen, listen. I think it's about time that they do robots uh, for men. Because women been using robots for years. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, they should. They got robot parts. They got to get I mean, but whole I know, they, they do. They got, they got robots, too. They've been using battery-operated Friends for a long time, you know what I'm saying? And And women have a luxury that men don't have. What's that? Like, women can go on social media, they can go in public and talk about they battery-operated friends. That's facts. Men can't. You can't tell me, hey, hey, dog, guess what? I went and got that that robot wife from Elon Musk. Hey, dog, I'm up in them. Listen, man, I I hit it so hard, she was squirting oil. Right. You can't say (laughs) that shit like that. You can't tell your friend that. Yeah, yeah. You can't tell no homie that. You can't even tell, hey, man, I'm about to go home and, and, and take handle my business, man. I got that fresh coconut oil. I'm going to go handle my business. Women can go on social media and write reviews yep. for the Rose or any other sex tour out there. They have sex tour parties. They sure do. If you have a sex tour party, I ain't coming. You ain't going to come to my step for a while? No, I'm not coming. Party? Hey, hey, dog. I'm, I want you to do, do, do the, let's do a test. Put on social media. Uh, how many fellas interested in coming, coming to, to my, the robot wife bachelorette party? Ba- bachelor, bachelor party, you know what I'm saying? Well, you can buy any of these toys here. You can try them out while we're here. Water, war robot bitches. <laughs> That's a, a plethora of mechanical bitches. <laughs> oh, you can fuck mechanical bitches. Nah. I don't know. You I don't set your own password, nigga. Bring your own BYOP. Bring your own password. I don't trust some of you because some people don't 
clean the bathroom themselves, and I can see hell yeah, uh, and clean that robot right. The, the battery being corroded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wiped it down. I had a friend one time. I got to tell this story. Um, I had a friend one time that bought a plastic doll. Oh lord, a blow up doll. You know what I'm saying? He bought the blow up doll, and this years ago, and he said it took him about two weeks to blow that bitch up. Damn. He, <laughs> he just it took, took two weeks to blow that bitch up. Two weeks. Two weeks to blow it. He just got tired. <laughs> he like, no. So when he finally got a blue up, he say, sat there and put a condom on and did his business with the dog. Then he got good to him, so he took the condom out. And he, <laughs> he went raw in the fucking dog. Yeah, so he went raw, raw in his blow up dog. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He said first time he had to get his balance cut. You know what I'm saying? It was like when I'm in the tube. Like they said he had to get his balance right. So once he got his balance right on the door like this, he did his business. And he said once he finished, he felt so nasty that he cut her throat like OJ. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he, he, I just felt so nasty. He like, you know, because once you, once you hit that moment. Post nut clarity. You go, oh, I can't believe I just did that. So he said he cut her throat like OJ. <laughs> It took two weeks to get to this point. You, you took two weeks to blow her up. Slit her ass. I said, "Where'd you hide?" He said, "I tried to hide up under my bed, but I didn't have no, I didn't, I didn't have no no bed skirts, so I had to make my sheets fit a certain way." So my mama walk in the room and look and see the doll up under there. And you, you know how fucked up it is. Your mama come in and see this hand, this this, this <laughs> the fucking like the at this the car shit. Yeah, this yeah. bitch just goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Don't pay no mind, mama. I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. Yo, that's crazy. He slid a fucking throat. Flit up to that shit. I hate to see The whole disgust in his face. Why you still here? Yeah, I don't think. I'm cheap, so I'm going to have to buy. It's going to be a group of brothers, people that cheap like me, that's going to buy used. Not used. Lightly used. It's going to be somebody on the side. Hey, no, no, hey. I got a wholesale of. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got robot bitches in both. Well, go, hey man, we going out to the robot bitches auction over here, man. <laughs> this one only got ten thousand miles on it. So she only had ten thousand strokes. That's all she had. Ten thousand strokes. She she still got she still got a rich in the warranty on there. She only gave hit five times. Like she still mouth still. She did it. Could you imagine having a robot bitch and, and, and she still don't get hit? You're like ah, somebody. She said, you didn't set that password. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't set the password for head. Uh-uh. <laughs> Imagine getting stuck on one of the bitches and going to the goddamn hospital oh, with real women there. And you come here like, uh, can I get some help? You know, nope, you should have got a black woman over here. Fuck away. Yeah, what the, I mean, medicine. that's wrong. That'd be messed up, though. You know what I'm saying? How do you ask a woman to have a threesome with a robot? Yeah, that should be crazy. Yeah, you know, though, uh, I, I want to introduce you to... Uh, Stephanie. <laughs> you, got a, you got an intermechanical relationship? You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> niggas, niggas on Facebook and shit inviting niggas over. Like, hey, come to hey, our wedding. Hey, dude, I need some, boy. What really? Hey, man, uh, my robot bitch in the, in the shop. Right. You know what I'm saying? That transmission blew out. <laughs> <laughs> she done blew it. She done threw a rod, man. And I gave, you know what I'm saying? I think she cheated <laughs> She done threw a rod over here, man. Yeah, I leave, man. Nigga, nigga put uh, WD-40 in the wedding registry and shit. Yeah, all she, types of shit. She, she, she done got too hot. She overheated, She man. overheated. Oh, like, like a fucking video game. The main frame crack over here. Like a 360. Yeah, yeah. I got a fucking overheat. I got a blow on it. Blow on it. 
Put her by the window, let the air hit the back of her neck. What do you gotta do? Wait. I wish I would tell the homeboy, like, hey, yeah, what you do, man? You got a crack You got a crack head. She got a crack gasket, man. I gotta go home, man, because I gotta go down on my robot. <laughs> what? And yeah, man. She, you know, I just felt that it was her time to get something, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I, I think that's just. You don't gotta have equality for robots. You're gonna have a whole Pride Month, Robot Pride Month. Say, bring your robots out here so they can talk. In 75 years, it's going to be, watch my words, it's going to be a Me Too movement for robots. Hell yeah. <laughs> he, he pushed the wrong password and touched someone he wasn't supposed to touch. Hell yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker cheating with other robots. What? This nigga's on his fucking DVD. Could he you put the DVD back out, bitches. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, you coming to your house and your homeboy in there with your robot? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I tried to tell you the bitch a hoe. <laughs> like, like, she belonged to the street. <laughs> She, she belongs to the manufacturing streets. What if you're a cheat, brother? You're like, hey, man. Hey, I need me and you to go in half and half on the robot. <laughs> Not half and half. You get joint custody of yeah, a robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know. you, get, you get on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I'm telling you, but they got <laughs> robot men coming out, too, I'm telling you. I'm sure they are. And if they got that, I mean, we as a, as a species, we are in trouble. Yeah, women women could always get rid of our ass. We're always expendable to their asses. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that shit, but... Yeah, uh, Elon Musk trying to find another way to make money. As long as that motherfucker doesn't uh, self-drive and shit like his Teslas do. Because if that bitch start jerking you off and jerk your dick, rip your dick off, you are in trouble. Oh, <laughs> if you don't, listen, I hope it's better than the Android updates. Because <laughs> your ass is in trouble. Oh, you definitely got to update that. You got to put yeah, that got, Wi-Fi. Oh, man, we were in the middle of doing it, man, and, and the system locked down on me. I got to go to the hospital like this. Uh, what, what happened? Uh, the bitch in the middle of update. 16.5. Oh, bitch. Could you imagine me having sex with a robot and your Wi-Fi go out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, she's stuck. I just got to sit here now until the Wi-Fi, till the power come, come back, back on. <laughs> I forgot to pay my bill. You know, I mean, cause most men, most men, some men are lazy because she going to be over in the corner, up under your your your, your pile of clothes. Well, well, I put that bitch at, man. I done, I done lost my uh, damn wife. I she over there. If I can't schedule her to cook and clean, then I don't think I need one then. I don't. Facts. Facts. Um, you got a, a strip club manager that claims the director, Quentin Tarantino, allegedly dropped $10,000 that he comes regularly just to lick the feet of women in the club, the strippers. And he doesn't just suck them. He don't suck them, stop sucking them until they look like prunes. Then you got that, that look when you were in the bathtub too long. That's how long he sucks and then he gives them 10 stacks. Send them on a fucking way. You licking toes and feet and calluses. And VIP. He need to go down to any nail shop. <laughs> and, and listen, uh, you want the special? That's exactly what he The Quentin Tarantino special? Go in the back room over there. He gonna lick, your, he gonna lick them calluses off your feet. He, he Real definitely good. outside. That's probably porn for him. Ooh, but you just got that number three. Ooh, look at that. How do you even? Ooh, look at that shit. I want to know one thing. Who did he piss off? <laughs> How did he piss the manager the man, off? The manager. But he go tell it. He he just lucked up and he went back there just just curious because he said, "Why this motherfucker always get certain people and they come back bitches be walking out funny." He's like that's what he was. He was back there sucking the fuck out their damn toes, make them sit down, like he's gonna give them head, and all he do is sucking their toes. And give them 10 stacks. How do you tell somebody, you know what, though, what you do tonight? 
I made ten thousand dollars, baby. How? Dude, suck my toes. I don't understand foot fetishes. I don't un understand them either, but I do know, uh, Quentin Tarantino, you are fucking up for everybody else out here now. Because you're going to think some woman who ugly thinks she can get some money because she wants your toes sucked. Suck, right. I'm sorry. Nope. When you got that long nail that pointed this way. Right. Uh, no, the cock out. No, ma'am. Uh, the pinky no, toe with no toenail? That yeah. shit ain't getting sucked. Mm -mm. Not at all. <laughs> you know, you know all the girl that one black toe. Everybody got that one little favorite got that one black toenail that's decrepted as motherfucker, and or they no toenail and they want that shit sucked. No, bitch, when your feet look like that. untreated wood. Right. <laughs> you like the, uh, oh no, baby. No. <laughs> if your feet can give me a splinter, I don't. No, ma'am. Mm -mm. If I can use your shit. feet to shave this stubble off my face. Yeah, we good. Uh, no, ma'am. Yeah. Not sucking your toes. Yeah. I'm, I'm good on that shit. Ten thousand dollars a sucker. Ten thousand. See that one? You know you got too much money. Mm -hmm. Question is, would you let a woman suck your toes for ten thousand dollars? Do I not? Hell yeah, you suck my toes. I'm not even into that shit, but ten thousand dollars, yeah. Ten thousand dollars to suck my toes. Better have at it. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. I already know I don't got the best feet, so if you want to do that shit, it's good. At your, at your, suck at your own risk. How many, how many times you want to do it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because how many bills I got? I got about $35,000 in bills. I got 10 toes. Bill, take right your time. All 10 of them, 10000 apiece. <laughs> <laughs> I got shit to take care of. Man, suck them. I don't teach, so my shit ain't going to get forgiven. If, if, if you suck, you suck some people's toes, <clears throat> and you got to go to the doctor because you got an infection of toe jam in your right. throat. You got athlete's throat. You got oh, athlete's feet throat. Oh, I don't know. No, no, yeah, I don't know. I think I would too. I think I think I would let somebody, let a lady, not somebody. Let me be clear. Yeah, this is Atlanta. Let me be clear. Let a lady. Cause gonna be nigga just show like, uh uh. Suck my I'm here for the toe sucking, Mister Forty Man. Ten thousand dollars, Mister Forty Man. I think I, I like, ma'am. I, you know, you can look like the of a doll. I wouldn't care, like, ma'am. I think I might have to, I might have to let you suck on the toes. You know what I'm saying? Ten stands ain't bad for a ten, I mean, Man, I think everybody has a limit, a, a, a price point of what they do. Okay, go ahead, girl. Knock yourself out, baby. Don't let me hold you from greatness. No. Um, oh, a woman on TikTok shares a story about a guy who got chlamydia in his eye due to wiping his face from a towel that was on a sweaty bench at the gym. Not pink eye. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. He got chlamydia in the eye. <laughs> From ripening his eye. Obviously, it couldn't be his towel. He just saw a towel. Oh, let me, let me, this motherfucking, let me wipe my fucking There's some stuff missing in that story. Right. <laughs> she said, I don't know. No, 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 no. She didn't tell the whole story because the whole story had to be some dude. Ah, he go, oh, you got that in my eye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know how you got it. What dude in his right mind gonna go in any gym and just pick up a towel and wipe their face? I know my ass one. I, I'm just not like I'm. What dude in his right mind? You know what though? There's a towel. I need to wipe my eye out right now. Nope. You were in there doing something. Why you your were doing eye it? So you open, you were doing it, Elon Musk. <laughs> Why your eyes so goddamn open? They just wipe it with the closed eye. So you, like, so you wiped it with your eye. That means you had it in your mouth too. It touched your lip. I ain't thought about it. It touched your lip. Oh, mm. never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. It touched your lip. 
got to look crazy. You got to do it. You're like, what is that? That fish. That's a hard shit to explain, though. You can't explain it. Somebody lying. Chlamydia he lying. He went to the hospital and uh, you got chlamydia. How, how did they do the test? <laughs> they swabbed his eye. I'm just saying, how you do the test? Like, you know what I'm saying? How you do the test? Because, like, you know, no, well, my eye burning. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what, what, what whatever. Right. My eye burning back in the day. Uh, my eye real juicy. How you get that out? You got to hit it. In my uh, eye. What you do? No, well, no, something, something going on. You ain't telling the truth. You did somebody. You were doing something else, sir. You down there at Pride Weekend. You were having fun, and you go with the best lie you could come up with. I wiped my. I wiped my. The gym. It was a towel at the gym, and, and I just picked it up, and I just wiped my face with it. That don't even sound logical, Bruh, No, no. What you were doing was you were putting your neck in motion. Right. Taking it to the face. Yeah, and somebody. <laughs> ah. Oh, you got it in my face, in my eye. I got to go home and explain this. <laughs> Baby, what happened was I had picked up a towel. How did he know to go to the doctor? I mean, I guess motherfucker, I probably could open <laughs> up. My eye, my eye on fire. I, I can't open up my eye. Yeah, that's what he got. You got eye that's like, oh, and she like, you know, this is, uh, sir, this is a uh, chlamydia in the eye. You come, you want to tell us? Let me get a sample put on the mic This dude got chlamydia in I know he put other doctors in the room. Hey, Dr. Sud, come in real quick. Everybody talked about it. Look at this shit real quick. Look, tell him what he happened. He said he picked up a towel. You believe that shit? I ain't never heard this shit before. It's a That's, safe space. Go ahead and tell us, sir. That shit was... It didn't happen that way, sir. Right. It ain't that way. No, ma'am. Ma'am, you're lying on TikTok. Don't lie on TikTok no more. Tell that dude, you need to tell the truth. Shame the devil. He ain't going to tell that truth. He definitely going to keep that shit to himself. Uh, this is the last one. I got birthdays after this. Um, how the fuck, I just want to say this, you old niggas still out here impregnating people. 82-year-old Al Pacino is expecting the baby right now. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we just reported last week fucking Robert De Niro Why? in the 70s. Who is letting these old men lay on top of them? This bitch is 29. His girlfriend's 29 years old. About to have this 82-year-old dude's baby. She... His great-grandchildren are the same age as this girl. If it, When this kid become 18, this thing gonna be 100. If he makes it that He far. ain't gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I don't care what nobody say. That's she a, she, she is smart. She got Robert she De Niro's cares. baby. Yeah. And Al Pacino, Al Pacino baby. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro's last week was another one with Robert De Niro. Which one of y'all women letting these old men do their bed on top of you? You worms. You're gonna get worms. You know what we're gonna say, though. Yeah. I can't Come believe. Come on. I hope Benjamin Button ass babies come out here. <laughs> Wrinkled in the motherfucker. <laughs> they gonna grow. He don't grow into his face. Grown ass man face up. Soon as they come out the womb, niggas already like they got three mortgages. So now. <laughs> Now we're going to have a plethora of young women beating down the nursing home for these old men. No, they only want celebrity to... niggas. I don't think they're doing regular niggas. It got to be because the celebrity niggas, Morgan, I bet, I bet Morgan Freeman next. Next month. Who's going to let the voice of God lay on top of him? That's it. He's going to do that. Listen, I'm just sorry. That I, you you, you 89 and you, that ain't their baby. That ain't their baby. 
You know, they say I should be still active for a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, the day they baby. They swim a little bit slow, but the motherfuckers still get to the egg. What? No, sir. You you you're vital more than most old men. Eighty nine. Your heart stopping. And he, he said any given Sunday. Listen, if I we know get this nut off any given Sunday, bitch. I know guys in my age bracket. We just sit there talking about, hey, you yeah. got to slow down because you fuck around and get a Charlie horse on there. You sure would. You better stretch before you do that. You sure would. Yo, beating like a motherfucker out my chest. Great for to go to work all the time. Mm. You gonna go another round on another round of what? <laughs> what am I trying to prove? Lay your I ass need that. Fuck now. Listen, I got a nebulizer beside my bed. <laughs> put this mask. Hold on. Put this, put this mask on. <laughs> Can't catch my breath, girl. You better quit. I ain't finna do all this again. This eighty-nine. Shit. That's my daddy's age. My dad is. My dad is seventy. No, this dude can't walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded. I wish he would tomorrow. I got a baby by a 29 year old. You got a brother on your way. You'd be like, listen, <laughs> he ain't paid child support for the first child. He ain't even paid for this one either. Like, go pick your brother up. I ain't doing that. <laughs> well, get your brother, man. Go, go get him from daycare real quick. I can't make it. Goddamn arthritis kicking in. That is no, no. <laughs> Shout out to you, Robert De Niro and, and Al Pacino. Shout out to y'all What's for that. Having having babies at eighty nine, I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna protect my shit. Y'all niggas out here trying to get my jewels. I would get fixed. Have to. At a certain age, I think that should be the law. You think so? At the, at a certain age, I think it should be a law. Yes, I'm It should be a law. It should be a law because your time, sir. Because you you're not <clears> gonna <throat> you can't say you plan to be around at eighty nine. You can't play for with the, the kid, kid to be 18. Yeah, you can't play with the kid. You're not going to be around. Let's be honest. And if you are, you ain't going to be in your right mindset. So at a certain age, me and you, hey, nope. Nope. Lionel Richie going to be next. Oh, I can see that. I remember I was work at work one time helping a customer out through about 54, 55. And I hear go, the, he got a three-year-old, and she going, hey, uh, Papa or something like I don't know what he called, and I would throw his cute like, oh, how old is your granddaughter? He's like, so what happened was, yeah, <laughs> he nope. goes, this is my daughter. You're what? Yeah. He said, yeah, it's my daughter. Long story. This is gonna sound crazy. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna sound real crazy. But this is my own personal theory. What? Men, older men, who like <coughs> dating or having kids with women. Half or three fourths their age are just pedophiles with patience. <laughs> I'm sorry if you 70 and your girlfriend wife is 35 or younger, you're just a pedophile who had patience. And I'm just gonna wait to you. I'm just gonna wait. Think, Robert, you 89, you 80 years old, she's 29. You just had patience. What conversation do y'all have? Y'all don't you know even have, do. nigga. They are decades apart. I'm, I, I don't, I'm just really saying. I might get in trouble for saying that. No, you're right. It's just, it's just, it's hell. Even when Richie. they were getting uh, Marcus Houston shit about his wife, because his wife is 18. She just reached 18. He yeah. in his 40s. Talking about, yeah, I've been watching my eyes on her since she was 16. Yeah, 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 that exactly. You, 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 so you are a guy. pedophile. You're better than R. Kelly because you had patience. Yeah, patience. R. Kelly didn't have no patience. He got R. Kelly was ADHD. Well, I, was he right. was, he was, I gotta have it now. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> he didn't listen to the old head. You just wait. Just wait no. about three years. No. I got to have it now. Right no, now. no. Marcus Houston, all y'all. He does a pedophile. If my it. daughter came home with somebody my age, right. oh, dog, we finna have a nice conversation. Eight. Me and a gun with him. Hell yeah. Hey, OG, let's meet outside. I ain't call you young man. Hey, OG, come outside. You yeah, want yeah. To I, I want to. I love you, dog. No, you don't. No, uh-huh. she got a dad. Yes, sir. Well, all Kelly did say seemed like you're ready. <laughs> he got right to he it. He wasn't the only one though, cause Rick James, Keith Sweat. Oh, Keith Sweat said you may be young, but you're ready. I don't know if I was doing that shit. We had a lot of church girls in high school that was dating older niggas. That shit was normal. Oh yeah. We didn't, we didn't think nothing of it. Cause they was just threatening us with it. I'm gonna get my boyfriend to come fuck you up. He gonna meet me in the he in the car outside. He 22. How you gonna exactly? How you gonna have a seventh grade, eighth grade girl, and she going to the junior senior prom? Right. Like, you like you think up. that's fine? Like, a, nigga outside and leaning against the car, like you ready, baby? I'm like, nigga, look, 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 you okay. ain't supposed to be doing this. You know that, right? You know you're a pedophile. I could report this. No. <laughs> this you are you are out of your. Your age bracket, sir. You cheating. I remember when I was in, in high school, uh, the guys at, at the college that I knew, they would call graduation day fair game day. Oh, wow. That's what it was known around. You know what I'm saying? They're like, hey, hey man, what the day is? What, what's the day is? Fair game day. What do oh, they mean? Wow. They graduate. Like, hey, like, that's what you that's what you wait on? Like, like come on. Now. Mm-mm. They outside looking like they the new Jordan release. Yeah, like, look at this one. I she just mine. came out. Oh, she look I like my like season. I like them season. You yeah, know what I like saying? the older one. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cougar chase. I like my women a little bit older. Yes, it nice. ain't a cougar. We're the same age. Yeah, you, you're right. I give you, but I, you know, I do like them nice and season. I want a motherfucker to go cook me a meal after she done made me sweat and took my soul away. Just wipe my wipe my eyebrow, get me a rag and wipe me off. I want the one where it's like Netflix and chill. It's just that Netflix and chilling. You taking a nap? You like. We're yeah. gonna take a nap while we watching this show. Right. That's the ones I always tell you. You know, it always gotta be about sex, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. You one of them, motherfuckers. What the fuck do you think this Netflix shit is on? I don't watch Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't watch Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't watch none of it. <laughs> All right, Lab. I gotta oh, give them give them your um, social media stuff and where they can find. You. All right, where you can find me at? Um, Instagram is Cornelius George. Uh, Facebook is Cornelius George, and I'm I was on tag. Uh, but tag is not out anymore. The fuck is tag? Yeah, yeah, it was all kind of bullshit out there. You know what I'm saying? I was on tag because you it, <laughs> but it's not out there no more. So yeah, you can find me all over. Go to the website jcaneliusgeorge.com, or nice. if you type in laugh your class off, you'll find all the good wholesome educational stuff that we do. You'll find all of that. So yeah, I'm easy to find. Uh, holla at me. Hit me up. Hit hit my DM. It's an open. Yes, sir. All right, love you. Ready? Yeah. All right. Yeah. May 28th. Yeah. We have Miss Gladys okay. Knight. There's a birthday party She's happening downstairs. Where? And it's all for me. Yeah. Who the fuck yeah. cares? Right. They don't notice versus, if yeah. I never go and show my face. They, they just looking for a reason they can celebrate. Okay. I hate to waste a vanilla cake that they made for me. That was the first time they had a stories. They pretend they never heard them. I'll stay down here inside the studio. Yeah, Gladys Knight. She's probably paraphrasing the crucible. May 29th. Latoya Jackson. 
turn 67. I feel like she's alive. She can get it. You get, you get Latoya. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? She's sick as hell. All right, May 20, uh, 30th. You got CeeLo Green, my man. He turns 48. Uh, you got rapper Remy Ma. She turns 43. Uh, May 31st, rapper, uh, pioneer, one of, the, one, of, one of the OGs. DMC of Run DMC turns 59. Wow. Uh, you got uh, a local, Waka Flocka, turns 37. Wow. Um, June 1st, we got Voice of God himself, Morgan Freeman, turns 86. Morgan Freeman, next time. Morgan Freeman, keep it to yourself, my brother. They out here looking. Uh, June 2nd, you got the one and only Wayne Brady turning 51. Shout out to Wayne Brady. Because Wayne Brady got a slap of bitch. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. But uh, that's it, y'all. This is this is the birthdays. Um, did you tell me you show you told me shows, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna laugh your class off? All right. Follow now, me to laugh your class off, man. We about to do some. I'm, I'm looking to be on the next one. You hear oh me? yeah, yeah. He, we gonna have him on there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Gonna laugh your class off with some teachers, teacher appreciation stuff. All right, y'all. So if you missed the show, I don't know why you would. Um, you wanna watch it over and over again, replayed in your car. Um, uh, fucking washing your car, whatever the fuck you want to do at work, uh, you can watch it again on YouTube, SoundCloud, MixCloud, uh, Spotify, Instagram, Misfits of Comedy, Facebook, Misfits of Comedy, Google Play, iTunes, uh, what else? We got Pandora TV, Amazon. Pandora regular. Pandora regular. Yeah, Not the bracelets. And Roku TV, my bad. Pandora regular. The regular Pandora and Roku TV. I get the shit mixed up. You on everything, okay? Everything major. You may be on so much shit, I get the motherfucker confused. So there's absolutely no reason for you to say you not to watch it. You can't see it. Where is that? Y'all know. We on all the major shit. Y'all, whatever y'all like uh, watching podcasts on, we on that shit. All right? So check us out. Same bad time. Same bad channel next Wednesday with another guest. All right? Peace. Peace. <laughs> Uh, Chris Classic 2016 uh, First of all, I'm a New York nigga New kicks, new chicks, and new fitty You could put me anywhere, I'ma kick it 125th G-Dep, let's get it I hate when niggas say you make real hip-hop I will still fuck your bitch in Gucci flip-flops The problem is if I say anything intelligent You call it conscious like it's somehow not relevant I agree that this ain't really for KOD, but say la vie out the bows in the SUV. On my way to the black Oscars, the late Oscar Grant is getting on it. Somebody tell Ryan Coogler he's a monster, and Magic and Jordan will be the sponsor.